Hey y'all, my name is Rebecca. I have a new life in Christ and I'm recovering from feeling unworthy, pride, finding my worth in works, and recently discontentment. I grew up Catholic, and for me, faith wasn't much more than what happened at Mass on Sunday mornings. I believed there was a God, and I had heard about Jesus, but it didn't have any impact on how I lived my life. My parents were fairly ambitious, and their ambition at some point trickled down to me. At an early age, I started to believe that I needed to do something, achieve something, or be someone special to be worthy of love. In high school and college, this looked like me having all the right friends, looking the right way, way, and getting good grades. After college, I overcompensated by doing everything I could to look like I had the perfect life and by putting all my energy into climbing the corporate ladder. You might say that I approached life in the same way that a Girl Scout goes about collecting new badges. I would accomplish something, proudly boast about it to anybody who would listen, and then move on to the next big thing. And yet, nearly every time over the next 15 years, those accomplishments were followed by a downward spiral of depression as the luster of success grew dull, and I was, once again, left alone with my feelings of unworthiness. Somewhere inside of me, I really believed that if I could just crack the code, that if I could just do enough, I would finally be worthy. Then, about 12 years ago, my ambition and search for worthiness came to a head. I put everything into getting my next promotion, but it seemed like the harder I worked, the more it worked against me, causing conflict between my boss and me. One day, my conversation with her escalated past the point of professionalism, and suddenly my promotion, not to mention our relationship, was unsalvageable. The next day, after an early morning workout class, I had a meltdown in the parking lot as I shared what happened with a friend from class. She had previously invited me to Watermark, which I kindly brushed off. But on that day, I was without hope, and I needed an empathetic ear. And she responded with encouragement, with scripture, and yes, with another invitation to a place that she said could help me find abundant life. That next Sunday, I walked into Watermark for the first time. It was the 4th of July weekend, and even now I'm struck by God's perfect timing that on the day the rest of the country was declaring his independence was the day that God led me to take my first step of dependence on him. Over the next several months, God began to stir in my heart, and I jumped all in. I realized that even in all my mess, God had been pursuing me all along. And I learned the truth that while we were still sinners, Jesus laid down his life to pay the full debt for my sins. As Ephesians 2, 8 through 9 says, it is by grace that you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is a gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. So now I knew God's truth, but life still felt really hard. So finally, I chose to come to Regen. I still remember that first night. When it was my turn to share my struggles, my honest answer through the tears was, let me do it again. Uh, I don't know. Uh, It just feels like everything is wrong in my life. And it was there at that rock bottom that I fully surrendered and allowed God's righteousness to work in me. Recognizing my emotions and putting them into words was a whole new experience for me as I did my inventory in step four. But step five, confession, was the most difficult. Growing up, we didn't share uh, feelings, 
and I didn't even really acknowledge them. So it was really scary to share every harm done to me or by me. And yet the freedom when I confessed the sin in my life out loud was like being unshackled from a straitjacket I had worn for years. Amazingly, the women I shared with were still there. They didn't run. They didn't minimize my hurt. They listened. They asked questions to understand more about me. They hugged me. They told me they loved me, and they stayed by my side. Since then, God has continued to shape, inform, and transform my life. He has revealed to me that I am fully worthy, not because of what I have done, but because of what Jesus did for me on the cross. And this truth has changed everything. I've stopped keeping score, and in God's mercy, mercy, I've started sharing my feelings, asking for what I need, and extending forgiveness as Christ forgives me. My life is no longer a revolving door of relationships. I am fully known, and I have deep friendships with people who love me and continually spur me on. I fear failure less. I seek to trust that God's ways are higher than my ways, no matter the outcome. I've let go of my need to control how the story ends, and I've learned to surrender to the story that God wants to write through my life. I have learned that there is power within my vulnerability and that authenticity is where intimacy thrives. In his strength, I've owned my part and I've asked forgiveness from people I never thought I could. Um, A few years ago, I asked forgiveness and was reconciled to my previous boss. And in my singleness, I have learned to rest in the truth that I am the beneficiary of the greatest love story of all time. That Jesus, who is fully man and fully God, has already laid down his life in perfect love for me. Admittedly, I still fall short, and even today, I still struggle with feelings of unworthiness, but God has continued to renew my mind and heal me day by day as I draw closer to him. As a result, I regularly experience joy and abundant life. In the last 12 years, I have experienced some of my greatest losses. I lost my mother. I cared for a family member that had cancer. I lost my job and I was on a ventilator in the ICU with COVID. And yet, not even on my darkest days over the last 12 years can compare to the despair I felt in that parking lot after that morning workout so many years ago. On that morning, I had no hope. But today, I know my God. I know his plans are good. And it is his power and his strength that sustains me. As Philippians 4, 12 through 13 says, I have learned the secret to being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do this through Christ Jesus who gives me strength. I'm reminded of this daily um, as I get to lead uh, my fourth small group of amazing women uh, through Regen. I used to tell myself that serving was all about them, but God reminds me daily that I need him and his word just as much as anyone and that I can be fully authentic and vulnerable as we work through the steps together each week. Regen, if I could tell you one thing, um, it would be to keep going. You'll have highs and lows throughout your journey, but just keep going. Do the homework, show up, and just take the next step. I promise you, God will do the rest. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6 says, Trust the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. My name is Rebecca. I have a new life in Christ, and I'm recovering from feeling unworthy, pride, and finding my worth in works. Thank you.